All right, Alec, what's going on? Um, you know, another work day, another another day, another dollar. Yeah, That's how it goes? How yeah. always it normally goes? Yeah. Well, we're about to bring some excitement, some joy, and we're gonna talk about a silent voice, the movie based on a manga. Based on a manga, um, yeah, which I have not read. I have not either. But I've um, heard there's uh, there are a couple of differences, but yeah, I didn't look in depth into it. Um, I'll talk about it a little as it goes on. I I looked into it a little bit. But, okay. Okay. Um, so what are you? What were your overall impressions on this? This was a beautiful movie. Um, I think this and Your Name both got snubbed at the Oscars this year in 2016 mm-hmm. um, that the fact that neither of these films got nominated neither of those films got nominated is, is a travesty and a shame and it shows that the Academy has absolutely no understanding of animation as an art form um, right this movie um, is not like is not like a fun watch but it, it's in the sense that like it's dealing with really heavy stuff pretty much the entire time. Um, and it's very hard-hitting uh, hard and um, unflinching in its portrayal of bullying and with people with self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a very affecting movie, but at the same time it's also a gorgeously beautifully animated and the art style of the movie was just just fantastic to look at so overall uh, first impressions after i watched it was just like it was one of the first things i one of the first things i look to these days is like are there any figures of are the anime anime figures of any of the characters in this and there are not hmm. which is not really honestly that surprising um it's not like it's not a movie that really begs tons of merchandising i guess um there there is merchandise for it but it's not something that's like going to necessarily demand tons of merch for probably just because the the characters are are so like real and down to earth a lot of times i mean like a lot of anime characters can be but sometimes reasons that they get that they're so marketable is because so many people can get a lot of stuff out of them they make they make the characters sort of at times a little bit one note in a lot of anime um just so that they can kind of be that, that just makes it a little bit more marketable but like the characters in this movie are not really i mean i guess you could say a lot of the side characters are sort of they're not super developed yeah that's one that's one thing i kind of noticed but i think i think some of that is due to aid to the adaptation they're they're cramming seven volumes worth of content into two two hours and 20 minutes which is very long for an animated uh an anime film yeah um, really yeah i don't think many studio ghibli films went that go that long a few of them break two hours but it's this is almost two hours and 20 minutes that, that's a long it's a long set but honestly like the pacing is just amazing the the me the lead characters though are not what i would very very well fleshed out people um. So I I think I I don't want to say that that's the reason why they didn't make anime figures of them, but like, I, you know, I I think there's there's more to them than just that they're marketable. It's it's the movie's bigger. The movie's more 
I don't want to say it's like above that because I mean it's still a movie, but um, you can tell it handles itself with a bit more uh, gravitas. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Makoto Shinkai, the director of Your Name, uh, actually had extremely high praise for this movie. He said that he would never, he could never attempt anything to this level of film, like to what to what they were able to achieve with it. Yeah, which is like astounding praise for one of the most visionary like directors from the country since uh Hayao Miyazaki and Iso Takahata uh that's that's pretty crazy and I mean I think it's very warranted honestly it's um it was a great movie um anyway I've been going on for a while you your Mm. thoughts about this you can tell I enjoyed it yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) see I didn't know anything about this movie going into it so it was mm-hmm. kind of really blind for me. It was just like I saw it on Netflix. I was like, maybe you should watch this. And um, like when I was going into it in the beginning, I was like, okay, we have this obnoxious kid bullying, uh, and they're gonna try to redeem this kid. And I'm like, I'm not. On, <laughs> I'm already not on board. This this kid is awful. So I'm like, but I felt like it was gonna be kind of um, cliche in how they handled it. It was like, oh, it's just gonna be obviously he's gonna be redeemed, you know. Uh, in the end, he's just gonna turn around and realize what he was doing was wrong. I was like, I already got this mapped out how the story's gonna go. So I was like, I could just kind of. I was like looking at other stuff at the same time in the beginning, and then I look up and there's like it's like a time jump, and I'm like, what the heck? What did I miss? It's like they skipped <laughs> they skipped over to high school with like no warning whatsoever. It was just like it wasn't like this much time has passed. So it was just like, oh, we're here now. I'm like, okay, I had to actually go back. I was like, what did I miss here? Yeah. Like, oh no, we're just here now, and so I realized. Okay, I, this is one I have to like actively watch because there's like because <laughs> they'll just like the pacing of it is like they'll just jump around from like scene to scene. Um, so it's kind of like all over the place. You have to be pretty attentive for that. But yeah, I really I thought it was done really tastefully, which is cool. Like. A lot of time, like, anime, when it comes to these kinds of things, when it's not, like, the main focus, like, bullying and things like that, it's, like, over-the-top obnoxious characters, like, oh, you're stupid! Look at that ugly face! And it's just, like, not not believable, really. And it's not something no, you can really like, connect with. This was, like, brutal. Like, this was, like, this is very uncomfortable to watch, because, like... Yeah, it was, like, actively uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. But I was also still, like, wow, these are like some of the most unbelievable dick children I've ever seen is like <laughs> they're just so so just poor intentioned children like actively wanted to tear down this girl in any way and the main I'm also bad with names I don't know if I'll remember all the names for this um, Sho- I, I can't I'm I'm terrible with the names too I I'm, I probably can't remember them so Shoya the main the main guy who was bullying yeah. in the beginning was like he's just unbearable to watch in the beginning i was like there's no way they can redeem this character for me like no matter how they spin it but i mean you fast forward to him much more mature later on and it's like okay well now i'm on board yeah (laughs) somehow they turned it around it was like okay yeah now looking back it was elementary school he's older now well and that's and that to me is the thing is that i i don't necessarily think yes it's like they were kind of over the top, but at the same time, kids can be horrible, horrible monsters to each other. 
Like I like I don't I don't want to I don't want to mince mince words about it. Kids can be just terrible to each other. Yeah. Um, because they they don't really, particularly in the that age period that they're in is like they were like ten between like ten and twelve I think they said sixth grade but I don't know translation I don't know exactly right. how that works exactly but um, uh, there's um, that's like during the period of time in developmentally when kids are just sort of starting to figure out it's really kind of when they become teenagers but when you start to sort of figure out that like what you say isn't just like actually has consequences like you can't just say whatever you want to whoever like you start you start developing an, an understanding of uh empathy and like thinking outside of thinking in someone from someone else's perspective outside of your own so in that period of life if you're completely left unchecked and a teacher did basically nothing to stop them um yeah uh if you're left completely unchecked i mean you know you can get away with murder practically um and i think i don't want i don't want to completely speak on i'm no i'm no expert on this but i think i remembered reading at some point that japan has done a very poor job in its history of dealing with people with disabilities in general um so i think that some of that was a little bit of a commentary on that as well um but I'm not Japanese. I don't know everything that there is to know about Japanese culture, so I can't I can't speak to that with full certainty. But I, I just I seem to remember reading something about that at some point. So well, yeah. Along with that, it was like the these children were like actually surprised that a deaf person existed when they like introduced her. They were like, "What? She can't speak? What is, yeah, and what the, is this creature?" Yeah, it's it's kind of like they're almost she like sheltered hear. a little bit from society, you know? Yeah. Um. So. That's so, I mean, why I kind of. I, you know. I feel like that would never like at least in what I was I've been brought up in that never would have been a reaction in like an American school like mm. just complete shock that this exists because we're really like, actively taught about the existence of people with these kinds of disabilities and mm -hmm. how to handle them a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, that's uh, some of that is like it's I think culture culturally we're different. Yeah, that's just kind of the way it is, you know. It was interesting how they handled like a couple of things, like the fact the suicide was a big issue, and mm -hmm. like they really handled handled it pretty well. Where it wasn't like it wasn't kind of a one note thing. There was a little bit of depth to it, and they handled it pretty tastefully. Though it was also weird, like the the mom's reaction to it was a little over the top. She was, she's she's a she's a weird person. Yeah. She was like, like, um. Shoya was like, "Mom, don't be crazy." And she was like, "Crazy? You were gonna off yourself." I'm like, "Oh, dang." <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she's like, "I'm gonna burn you this money you earned if you don't, if you try to kill yourself. So don't do that." And then she accidentally burns it anyway. I'm like, "What the heck? That actually just happened?" I was like, "Okay, yeah. accidentally burned all of his savings there." <laughs> so, yeah, she, she was pretty weird. There were a couple of characters, like the side characters, that didn't really do much for me, and it felt mm -hmm. like as yeah, the she movie was, she was she didn't do too much for me to be honest. She was a little weird. Yeah, her and like a couple of the friends that they introduce, I feel like they're probably more depth in the manga, where it's yeah. like in here they just kind of came out of nowhere and were introduced and just like kind of oh they're one of the the main gang now. Yeah, it was kind of like the blonde. 
the like the blonde girl and then her like boyfriend. They were I they didn't really do anything for yeah, me. Exactly. Um, like especially really the boyfriend. Liked, yeah, he was just like I am. I am friend dog. Like he <laughs> was just kind of a like a completely random. Like yeah, he was very strange. But but I think that that was that was one thing that I really liked in that in that one scene, um, which was to me it's such a powerful and like heartbreaking scene when he's just like completely breaking off his relationship with all these people again with all of his friends again um mm. kind of it was like three quarters of the way through the movie i'd say where it's just he doesn't he doesn't want he only wants to focus on his relationship with and i can't remember her name because i don't remember all the names i was actually having a hard time remembering the names when i was watching the movie yeah so, same shoko the main girl shoko yeah yeah um he just kind of wanted to focus on that relationship because i think like to him that was like that's that was the key to figuring out how to make her happy again and for him to find any redemption of for himself, like to have any sort of self worth or self reflection. And he wasn't getting it from any of these other people was kind of, I think kind of the, the point. And it was just such a powerful thing when a guy, he was saying something, he was just like, what are you even talking about? You're not even part of this group. Like who are like, it was like, who are you? I was like, dang, (laughs) this is like hard hitting. So I like to that point, I, I liked, that made sense, even though, yeah, he was sort of just a bland character. I like pretty much all the other side characters. Also, though. let's talk about the the bully chick, whatever her name is, Naoka. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. She's awful. Yeah, she's she a horrible. So person. awful. <laughs> she's like, a terrible. It's person, literally man. like that's okay. why I liked her as a character. It's like she was. People I like. There are people out there that are like that. She's just a terrible person, and there's nothing was, you yeah. can really do about it. She was awful in the beginning, and then when we saw her in this cafe or whatever. She was introduced for briefly. I'm like, okay, now she's going to come out and she's going to change as well. No, but no, no, she's, she's still old. a terrible person. She has not moved yeah. on. She's like, you know, show you. <laughs> she's basically going up to show you, like, let's bully this this girl again because that's what we used to do. He's just like, so no, fun. that's horrible. <laughs> I was a terrible person. <laughs> it was like lame. And then, like, she's she was just so awful throughout the whole thing. Even when, and then when she, like, Shoko's mother comes into to the mix too she's like oh you must be the 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 mother of this stupid brat or whatever and they start, oh, yeah, they just start having fighting a cat fight out there yeah i was like what are you geez, doing man you're fighting a grown woman <laughs> <laughs> you're fighting yeah. this girl's mom just because she's the mom of this girl that you just hate for no reason yeah it was oh my god crazy. she was so awful and yeah. i was like at the end it was like they kept pushing pushing her and pushing her I'm like oh don't don't try to make her redeemable don't try to bring her back in there. And they didn't really. That, yeah. that I like. I like that they did. They really didn't. I mean, she's still around. It's like you, at some point you can't really completely get rid of the people that are like, I'm gonna hang out with you now. Like, See, there's always that. There's always that one friend. You know, there's always that one friend that's just around. You just kind of tolerate them, even though no one really likes them. Like I think she, I was that person in high school. <laughs> <laughs> she stayed by. Uh show ya when he was in the hospital like the whole time and just like didn't let anybody else in yeah so it's like uh, it's like i guess that's nice but also you're not letting anybody else in and also so you're just a horrible person you're a horrible still, person so. still doesn't really yeah <laughs> it doesn't make up for it oh yeah what was that other girl from from the school that they brought back that was like pre- oh the really the really quiet one yeah the one that like at first was she trying was to learn one. sign language when they were in elementary yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean. Yeah, I liked I liked her. I liked her character a lot. She's good. Yeah. Um, 
Also, they had uh, Shoko's sister, who was like pretended to be her boyfriend at first. Yeah. And I was like, that does not look like a boy. <laughs> What's going on here? Well, they they made they made her pers- purposely androgynous so that it would be because I thought it was a girl yeah. first at two and then yeah, I was, I was surprised like, oh. when she said boyfriend. Like oh. oh okay, and then I was like okay, I mean yeah sure, and then she was like oh no I'm I'm her younger sister. I was like okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both just went oh. <laughs> so what do you think of how they handled the whole the suicide attempt from Shoko and then the fact that he like kind of. He saved her and then fell himself. Did you mm-hmm. like that scene? I did. I liked how every every shot of her was like really serene and calm, and it like really showed her determination to I'm going to do this. I'm gonna. And every scene, or every every uh, shot with uh, Shoya was was like fast, frenetic, and he's like panicking, trying to get to the door, trying to stop her from doing it. He's like falling on the floor. Um, it, it really encapsulated the helplessness of the scene and like I honestly didn't know what was going to happen and I was really hoping that he would do would be able to make it and he did yeah. um, and that was some really good direction of that scene that was really really good yeah and at that point it was like mm-hmm. they had not sugarcoated anything so it definitely wouldn't have put it past them for her to just have committed suicide or attempted there yeah <clears throat> so I, like I was oh is this the direction they're going like is he going to have to just like live with that now yeah but no, they able they do this little switcheroo, kind of like uh, Hawkeye and yeah, <laughs> and Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Are you saying that Avengers Endgame was uh, inspired by uh, a silent voice? That's I, what I'm I saying. Think. It's a direct yeah, inspiration. Yeah, pretty much. It's a direct. In, it's direct. In fact, it's a ripoff. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, that they should sue. It was. It was a little more. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I don't know what I was expecting to happen there when he like grabbed her. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of was expecting her to actually him to actually end up dropping her anyway, because you know, they've been so real with all the other stuff and the gravity of it. It was like, oh, is he's gonna get that close and then he's gonna end up dropping her anyway? I never really expected that she would get up and then he would drop. I was like, yeah. okay, that's interesting, because then it puts yeah. Shoko in this whole new situation. She has to deal with the guilt of that and then everyone's still shutting her out I did feel like it was a little too long the movie if I didn't know that it was inspired by or came from the series of manga then I definitely would have been like they could have Mm -hmm. truncated this especially with all these the whole segment of like bringing all these side characters back and it's like let's talk to each of these I feel like they could have cut out some of those and made a more concise story yeah I suppose that's true um I I did like so, uh, on that note, I I did look up some stuff about kind of the manga. A lot of the side characters are fleshed out more. Um, they've got more time to develop, and um, I think there's like a whole the whole reason that the fight happens um, is kind of I didn't really like how they at least in the synopsis that I read I didn't really like it. I, I want to read the manga at some point, um, but I didn't really like it. It was like they were they were trying to make some like film they all got together because they were making a movie together or something it was very it was very strange i mean it's very like a bunch of high school students would do something like that right but like which that's something that i kind of liked um but like that they, there was like some fight about that and it was like i was like oh it's kind of weird i don't know if i necessarily like, like that or not but kind of basically from what i gathered is um if you want necessarily like i fleshed out i further fleshed out story 
read the manga, but the anime does a very, very good job of of condensing it down so that the focus is just on primarily on the the two leads and it kind of services the story some people's opinions that it actually services the story better because it just focuses mainly on them Mm -hmm. um and then depending on how you feel about the side characters the story doesn't get bogged down um and it just kind of focuses mostly on that sort of relationship so and their relationship was so good that like they so powerful and so real like how the at the end when they're both kind of like they both essentially blame themselves for everything in their lives hmm. um which is why they both hate themselves and like that's kind of like a lot of where the breakdown and a lot of relationships come from is is communication you know a lot of this movie has obviously to do with that given that she's deaf and she has trouble communicating herself in more ways than just in sign language when she when she tries to to like one of the cutest scenes in the movie is when she tries to tell him that she loves him and he can't understand what she's saying and it's like mm-hmm. it's so it's so it's both like heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time it's like you want her to to accomplish that in her life and she can't do it and she's frustrated and embarrassed that she can't so she just he so then he's just like huh she say something about the moon <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh yeah i guess the moon is out today or something know, like that i don't know how he got the moon from I, that I, I think i uh, translation thing would be my guess yeah yeah i don't <laughs> know like, that's i can't not even i don't sound. remember what <laughs> um yeah by the um, way there was this a moment in the scene on the one of the scenes on the bridge the thing was the final one where they're like where he just came out of his coma, miraculously. Yeah. And yeah, she, he like tells the, her. The lighting of that scene is amazing, by the way. Oh, that yeah. Blue, the blue tones there, oh, yeah, gorgeous. I feel like the direction in general is so good, and this is like more. Yeah. It's like more artistic than most um, yeah. animes do. Like more purposefully. Like I'm trying to think of the a comparison. X, the X's over the X's over everyone's face. Yeah, like people. I know you could probably you probably be like, oh, that's that's so on the nose. But right. like, I like that a lot. I think it just says so much without having to come out and say it. You know, yeah, it was interesting. I've never really seen anything done like that. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna say there was one moment in on the bridge where he was like he told her to look up and she did. And I was like, what? How did she hear him? I feel like that was just a a, a minor flaw that they. This somehow made it in. Was it? Uh, was she wearing her hearing aid then? Though maybe. Maybe. Because he was he was yelling. He like if he was talking loudly, she can she could hear him with the hearing aid. I, I didn't feel like he was yelling. I thought he was just like look at me, and she was like. I don't. I don't remember. Oh. I I don't remember that. Yeah, but I mean it was a minor thing, thing, but I just yeah. I wrote it down. I was like okay. That just slipped in there. The whole movie right there. Yeah, he kind of knocks it down a few points. <laughs> Yeah, it's not probably actually like deaf. Four point five for me. Just <laughs> after that, <laughs> girl is not actually deaf. Yeah, and there was also a nice shot in that whole suicide, um, Shoko suicide during the fireworks. That was really cool. Where, like, the curtain comes up and it's like flapping, oh, yeah. and then when it goes away, you see that she's, she's gone. Yeah. But then, then you're like, oh, it's over. But Shoya got there in time. And it was, this was really nice. Yeah. The whole thing with the fireworks was really nice. Oh yeah, the fireworks itself was just like. 
yeah such a such a good scene but some of the most like some of the most beautiful anime definitely I've seen because a lot of the times it all kind of blends together and nothing really sticks out in my mind see the character designs in this were very stand out a lot like yeah. every like it doesn't it didn't feel overly g- generic I mean maybe Naoko was kind of maybe the most like kind of generic looking character but I felt like most of the char- characters really stood out in terms of their design not to the point where it was distracting but I'd say to the service of the movie because it sticks out in my mind a lot more I can see those characters like very well might not be able to remember their names but I can I can see pretty much all those characters in in my mind they don't really blend together some anime can start to feel a little samey sometimes but um yeah and the fact that they're like memorable scenes in first direction is really cool too because they don't often like after watching an anime movie be like oh that scene was so really beautifully directed so okay here's a question for you which title do you prefer because the literal translation is the shape of voice we call it the silent voice here yeah. Or a silent voice. The shape of voice or silent voice. I mean, I like a silent voice. I do too. I think it's more like not only is it a nicer title, but just uh, I think it's it works well. I I I have to I have to look in. There was somebody. There was a comment I read that somebody somebody had made that they they thought that the shape of voice sounded better in terms of the manga because it sort of was more about everyone whereas the silent voice is more about our lead characters so yeah um and every yeah. and everything's kind of told through the lens of not not only from her perspective a lot of the time but also everyone's perspective and how they communicate with her or choose to not communicate with her yeah uh, so i think it makes sense yeah also another thing i had read that the English voice actor is actually deaf for Shoko, which is really oh, interesting. That's that's great. I, I think I, I think I had read that some time ago. I'd forgotten that until you said that. But yeah, that's great. And I heard that the Japanese voice actor wasn't, but they like read up on what how deaf people speak and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I've heard the Japanese voice actor is really good too. Yeah. So yeah, I was just very I was very impressed. Uh, by the dub, the entire dub cast was great. By the way, uh, so there were a lot of people that I didn't. I looked through because the Netflix version didn't have all the the credits. Didn't have any English names listed. It had like uh. it went through the whole Japanese credits, and then it was just like Spanish credits, and then boom, that was it. Hmm. There was no English audio. So, um, Robbie Damon played um, played the the Sh- Sh- Shota Shoya Shoya Shoya. Yeah, and he's. He's been in a lot of stuff recently. Um, he was in Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, he was in something else that I was sh- that I was surprised because I really liked his voice in it. I'm trying to remember what that was now because I was like, wow, he's got he has more range than you may expect. But yeah, he did. He was incredible. He did a great job. And so here and and so that here's the thing. Did you feel that because you said you you went into the movie thinking, oh, this character is a monster. He's irredeemable. Um. Did you think that the movie was effective at at showing him to be a sympathetic character? Because I do. I think it was very good at, at showing like it didn't it didn't excuse the things he did and say, Oh, well he just had a troubled past, so that so it's okay. It it was like, no, what he did was horrible. What he did was wrong. And 
but at the same time it's like people who people who do that as like aren't completely irredeemable as long as they're have the have the will and the desire to change from that i think it was important the first of all the time jump was important to really make it effective because it's like we get a quick stark contrast between how he was as this obnoxious kid and he's much yep. more mature now so it's like you're already we're more sympathetic to him and you can see like the ramifications of it a big mm-hmm. thing with this movie was karma and a lot of the stuff that happened where it's the like... ripple the ripple effect that was the that i loved every use of every use that they they did that they had like that the the lines the circle the, it was like a black screen and they had the white circles it was like every time it was kind of a flashback to showing like how his bully status completely fell apart and how he became bullied after yeah. that i thought those were all like super well done so it was effective to do that and also you know you know that he's endured kind of the same thing but obviously doesn't make it right but then the fact yeah. that he's actively trying to uh redeem himself for it that mm-hmm. that definitely helps a lot like you need to have that character actively wanting to change it not just like have her show up randomly one time and he's like oh yeah I did that and Maybe I should apologize. It's like, no, I need to do this. He actively set out to do it, and and that's what made him more redeemable. But mm. yeah, going into it, it was like, I don't know about this, because yeah. I didn't know the definitely didn't know the level of depth and how they would handle the movie. So I was expecting it to be more one dimensional, where it's like, kid grows up and then he's like, oh, I shouldn't have done that when I was young. But it's like he didn't even fully embrace like apologizing for it because he didn't even apologize when he first encountered her it took him till like the end to actually apologize for it because i don't think he had seen that he was even worth apologizing for anything he has a he had extremely low self-worth of himself he didn't think he was worthy of even having friends anymore like it was yeah. just existing and that was it and he didn't even want to do that at the very beginning of the movie where he starts to try to attempt to commit suicide and then like it just kind of snaps out of it when he sees like a fireworks or something going on down below someone's setting off fireworks and kind of like makes him come to and I think that's he he mentions later on I don't remember exactly what it was he realized at that moment but it was something you don't nothing has to nothing has to end things you can can always start moving forward there's always a chance that something can happen or you can try to better yourself yeah it's important. It's really important that they made him like experience that extreme low, and not. It's not like he just went on and lived a happy life for up until through high school, yeah. and then he starts thinking about it. As, it's like he's kind of immediately put in a place where it's like, you know, what you did was wrong, and you're immediately gonna feel a lot of years of consequences of that, from not only yeah. like the bullies who bullied with you are gonna turn on you. Yeah. That everybody else is gonna turn on you. Yeah, I thought it was really, really well done there. So just overall, yeah, really well done, really tastefully done. Uh, a lot more gravity to it than I expected. Like the weight of all the different scenes and the issues they handled, they, they handled them a lot more carefully than I expected. And mm. the only things I don't really like about the movie were a lot of the side characters I didn't feel like were developed enough. And at the same time, it was like, 
I felt the movie went on a little too long considering that it's like the the amount of time they spent on each of these side characters wasn't enough to develop them but at the same time it took up a lot of the movie especially after the first half it was like okay yeah we're we're really just waiting for it to get back to the main two characters doing it again it's like okay we're spending a lot of time going to to these other characters so i did i did want to mention that this movie was directed uh by a woman who works at kyoto animation Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which you, it's been the news, obviously, you would have to probably be, be uh, under a rock not to know that Kyoto, uh, Kyoto Animation did uh, was attacked, um, and yeah. a lot of people died. Um, like something like 30, I don't remember the 34. exact number. It's like 30, there's quite a few people died and a lot more were injured. Um, but like this is the kind of caliber of what they can do like this isn't the only film that they've made that has like that's been regarded fairly well I mean I think it's the one that has the most notoriety um Mm -hmm. but they they have a they have a very very varied and uh large array of genres and things they tackle um and I'm glad that they were they adapted this um, and that I can't remember the director's name off the top of my head, um, but she's from what I've heard, she's just a she's very talented, and she's somebody she's somebody that people are on the are going to be uh, on the lookout for because she directed another film, Liz and the Bluebird, which I picked up on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it yet, and um, I've heard that's very good too. So definitely looking forward to to that and someday. Also, and uh, also, one of the few anime films are definitely of like recent history that has like absolutely no fan service that I can remember. It was No, all... there no, there was I mean there was like that one moment you can't really consider it fan service though like it, it was just sort of like uh where it was where the the shy girl and um and um and deaf girl uh Shoko. reunited again. Yeah, and and she was like, she had signed something, and she's like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah your chest has your chest has gotten bigger." <laughs> that was and that's, so weird. And that, and that's when he just like he just like got up and was like, "I'm going to the bathroom." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I'm out. I, I don't want to talk about." She was this. like, <laughs> "She was like, your chest has gotten bigger. You want me to check for you?" And they were like, "Ha ha ha ha!" It was like so funny to them. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was uh, one shot where it was like, Shoya's mom, from behind. It was just legs. I was like, "What's going on here? Is she naked?" Is she just an underwear? Because she was like, show ya. Forget Probably, what they yeah. were talking it was, about. It was kind of a goop. Yeah. It was weird. But I just saw legs. I was like, What's <laughs> it going was on? weird, man. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to do here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, but no, yeah, there wasn't no fan really, service. There wasn't really so it's not like. Yeah. If you show this to someone who's not an anime watcher, you know, yeah. they, I think they would be more accepting of it. And it's not yeah. like, oh my god, crazy, over the top like wacky moments and not crazy fan fiction yeah. stuff. So it's like much more palatable I, for like mainstream audience too. Yeah. Oh hey, and, and Kyoto Animation is no stranger to that. Like, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid has plenty of fan service, um, but you know it's a different. That's a different story. It's a different production. This is much, much more grounded in reality. Yeah, and I feel like I it would be a lot yeah. more definitely devalued if they had that in this movie i i would i would agree 
is it's dealing with really heavy stuff, so it should stay respectful, and it did very much. Yeah. Um, and they didn't even try to sexualize the main character at all, so it's cool. So yeah, it was a very sweet, sweet story in terms of that. What would you give for a Tarkron score or a score out of ten? Uh, so I'm gonna give this a nine point five out of ten. Um, what? It's not. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, this movie was, uh, I mean, a lot of movies make me cry, but this movie made me cry in like three or four different spots. It was very powerful. Um, uh, I, you know, I've never had like intense depression or, or like have any suicide, really not, not seriously anyway, it's dealing with any suicidal thoughts, but I could definitely relate to the main character in terms of self-esteem issues. I didn't really, I didn't bully people, but like, I know what it's like to be, and so I could, so I could relate to both the the lead male, lead female characters in mm-hmm. in that regard, um, and I just know what it's like to like isolate yourself from people, um, and like the pain of that, and not feeling that you're worthy, not feeling that you're, um, you know not feeling that you're you're good enough basically um so this movie tackling that and like doing so in such a such a powerful impactful way i just i haven't seen another animated film tackle tackle this top tackle a topic like this like with this much sincerity you know I, i it's cool it's great that anime does that stuff like this because you have your fantastical adventures with studio ghibli you have huge sweeping romantic uh, star-crossed lovers stories with Makoto Shinkai's films, and then you have these smaller, quieter, reflective films that are just, and all of them hit so hard in different ways. Anime is great. I love anime. Um, It's an extremely varied art form, and this is like a shining, crowning example as to the power of that art form and that art movement. So, 9.5. It's so good. You should absolutely go out of your way to see it. Damn. There you go. Now. Um, I feel like my score has gone up as we were talking. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I was I wasn't as impressed going into it like after first impressions. So it's kind of like eh, it's a little too long. Like I yep. was it was kind of dra- dragging on in the middle for me. But at the same time, I mean, I loved it thematically, for sure. Tackles a lot of stuff that you don't really see tackled in such a well-thought-out way. Mm. Um, But I'd I'd say probably 8.5. Okay. 8.5. Okay. Only because I felt like these side characters and the kind of, like... I get you. The tangents that went on kind of detracted from it a bit if this movie was like an hour and a half i feel like it would be a lot better in oh, terms i don't know of... it would be it'd be yeah i mean i guess they could do it but like i feel like you're missing out on stuff i i, I, I agree like with you that almost, the side characters are almost all are the side interested. characters i feel like are d are could easily be taken out and you wouldn't lose too much it's important to have the the bullying chick to yeah. be a, a shining example of what not to be at all times. <laughs> the, be- the best friend was useful for him. Yeah, to I like the friend. best friend a lot, too. Yeah. Um, the, one, the one girl who was kind of like the bystander bully 
in the beginning mm-hmm. with the glasses, where mm-hmm. it's like you didn't actively bully, but you laughed at the jokes and stuff. Yeah. And then she kind of came back and she's like, "No, I never did that." And then the boyfriend, like, what? and then it's like, "Oh, let's go visit this old other friend from elementary school. What's going on? Why we got all these people now?" <laughs> <laughs> like you look at the like the movie poster and it's got like six yeah. people or something. Like, what are these people doing here? <laughs> should should be like the two, maybe the sister, best friend, and then like the the bully girl. <sighs> yeah, but it was a great movie. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes, there's Tarkaron, the, the aggregate right there. The Tarkaron official score is a nine point oh. Nine point oh out of yeah. ten. Yeah. That's up there, man. I mean, think only Avengers Endgame maybe higher. Yeah. So far, yeah. But. This is a very good movie. Um, like I said, uh, get you know get your tissue boxes, especially if you're affected by stories like I am. So, I'd love to see, I'd love to see movies like this be embraced more by general audiences. You know, mm. like I want, I want this to be a theater event that that people go out to see. It's like wow, Avengers Endgame, yeah, it, the Silent yeah, it, Voice. It, it did get a, it did get a theatrical release uh, a couple years ago, I think, but. Um, Obviously, it was a limited. A lot of these animated yeah. anime films are, are somewhat limited, um, but they do have, uh, you know, they do roll roll out the red carpet, so to say, during those events. They're usually pretty, uh, uh, you know, they do a good job of promoting them if you're if you're in the know. I just so. want, I want like my mom to watch a movie like this. Like she doesn't watch any anime at all. And yeah. She doesn't really take it seriously. Like whenever I'm watching it, she's like, okay. Yeah. And, and like I feel like there's definitely a barrier there to where like if you're not heavily involved or at least introduced at a young age and like mm-hmm. and like ingratiate yourself in that kind of culture to understand it it's yeah. like it seems so abstract well I actually shouldn't be. I did watch this with my parents um, I've oh, gotten them into know. I've gotten them into into anime through Ghibli basically um, okay. And we've watched we've watched other stuff. We've watched some Mamoru Hosoda films, um, like The Girl Who Leapt Through Time and uh, The Boy and His Beast, um, which are both really great films too. And uh, we've watched some other handful of other films like uh, like this. Um, nothing nothing that I can remember like right off the top of my head, but, um, right, but yeah, I'll... they both. Maybe off the show or yeah, off the show or a movie like this or a Studio Ghibli movie, I guess. Yeah. She's never really been interested at all in in anime, or even though she like yeah. she, that's the that's the weird standard of it is that like she'll she'll watch uh, like Disney and Pixar and yeah. DreamWorks animation, but it's like this seems so foreign. <laughs> it's because it's it, it is. is foreign. <laughs> it is foreign. It's literally foreign. <laughs> foreign is bad. Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think a lot of times people people associate animated with kids, and I think that's yeah. I think that just cheapens it a little bit. I mean, I because I think I feel like the fact that Pixar and Disney ha- can speak so well to adults as much as they can to the to the younger kids, like to me, speaks to some of their artistry. Um. But these anime has an artistry all its own, and and it it definitely I, I'm glad to a point, anyways, that it's gotten as 
widespread and, and as big as it has uh, as the way it is now um, because we get stuff like this because of how big it's gotten you know yeah. so so yeah we should definitely do more anime movies because I don't think I would ever watch this movie if it weren't for this I'm glad you mentioned it and I was like yes we should watch that <laughs> Yeah. You need to do that. You just, you just flip through Netflix so we can find something. We'll watch it. <laughs> well, yeah, Netflix, Great. just the, the trending Netflix films have worked wonders for us. Yeah. We, oh, that's, yeah. That's, We've been exposed to some great stuff just from that. Google yeah. Hunting I just saw on Netflix. What and I was like, I've been wanting to watch film. that. Yeah. What else? I feel like there's another one, too. But yeah, extremely, extremely wicked. Wicked. Shocking <laughs> evil. <laughs> shocking <laughs> evil <laughs> what we mention in every single video. including this So one. good. All right. I think that should do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for watching. <laughs> and we'll check you to see you on the flip side. Ch check you. Check All you right. later. We'll check you out.